0: Welcome back. It's the Now News panel on AMI-tv. I'm Dave Brown, joined by Joita Gupta and Michelle McQuig. One more topic for you. The Toronto District School Board is cancelling classes in April on account of a solar eclipse. Nicole Reese explains. Elena Hyde, a professor of physics and astronomy at York University in Toronto, says the eclipse will be visible in the United States before moving towards southern Ontario, then Quebec, New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, and Nova Scotia's Cape Breton, lasting for about two hours around the same time many kids in Canada are let out from school. Observers in the Ontario communities of Niagara Falls, Hamilton, and Grimsby specifically can expect total darkness for about four minutes sometime between 2 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Given how rare the celestial event is Hyde says precautions need to be taken, particularly with children, which include not looking directly at the eclipse. Nicole Reese, the Canadian Press. A cascading impact of dominoes happened around this topic. It jumped out to Michelle and I, and then Joita fell down the rabbit hole as well. Michelle, I'll lay my cards on the table here. (laughs) Yesterday during the show, I played the story and I talked about how ridiculous I think it is that they're canceling school on account of a solar eclipse based under the idea of safety, based on the idea that this is a teachable moment. This is an amazing opportunity to teach the kids about safety and the eclipse and you can build those little mirror boxes and do all kinds of great stuff i think it's ridiculous that they're canceling school on account of a solar eclipse any excuse for a day off i suppose michelle is it appropriate to cancel school on account of a solar eclipse
1: well but it's not an extra day off what a lot of the boards are doing is rescheduling a pre-existing pa day and moving it up by two by two weeks to do this so it's not like they're creating an extra day off for themselves And to be honest with you, I initially had the exact same reaction of, are you for real right now? And a huge eye roll. And then I read stuff and I'm a little more persuaded. There there Mm are kids don't listen to instructions. There can be very serious consequences from staring at an eclipse. The darkness thing at peak time of traffic uh, is Mm -hmm. not one that I feel perfectly equipped to weigh in on, but I think there are some genuine factors that are being considered here. And under the circumstances, I don't think what the schools are doing are, is completely ridiculous. That said, it is a great teachable moment. It could be a great teachable moment. And perhaps some boards are opting to handle that differently. And I would not have a huge problem with that, too. But I do think, I, I don't know, I, I, I've softened on this more than I thought I would upon reading
0: some of the rationale. The child who wants to look at the eclipse is going to look at the eclipse regardless of school is is on or off that day, irrespective I mean, of whether like, or not they're okay. in class
1: fair and and i will say that the the cynical perspective is the school boards just don't want to be held liable <laughs> yeah, for, for anything yeah. going wrong which like but but again like is is that in and of itself a horrible position to take i don't
0: know i i I, no. I, I do i do like that you identified peak traffic hours i'm i'm, I'm gonna backtrack to that but juita you get an opportunity mm. to react to this as well and tell me that i'm a total that i'm a total uh old man yelling at the clouds or in this mm. case yelling at the sun
2: Actually, uh, in the 1970s, the last time Ontario had a a complete solar eclipse, uh, my husband had still been in school at that time, and they had an indoor recess because the eclipse was earlier in the day. So they didn't cancel school. Okay. Um, they used it as a sort of a learning opportunity. They pulled out the you know the video and and, and they talked about it and everything. Uh, but school boards do have an obligation to keep kids safe. Um, I think it's going to be a, a pretty tough sell to say. I think the issue right now is that it's happening right in the afternoon, right? It's when people are being let out yeah. from school. There's no supervision at that stage anymore. Uh, yeah, sure, you could you know delay the pickup, uh, but that creates a whole host of other problems. Uh, you know, wait for the eclipse to come to a close and then uh, reschedule buses and, you know, uh, rearrange pickups with parents. I mean, that is an option as well. Uh, But I think what the school board is proposing, which is in fact not creating an extra day, but uh, just rescheduling a PA day probably makes a lot of sense under the circumstances. I mean, as someone who's very a proactive about vision health. Um, I do take it very seriously that kids should, and because kids do have a sort of if you if you're if you're my kind of a kid, or if you're the kind of kid that I was, if someone told me not to do something, I turn around and do it, you know, just because you told me not to do it. Uh, and I and I think the. Uh, implications of looking into a solar eclipse are pretty like severe. Um, we've already Michelle's already mentioned the traffic implications. Again, we've had a lot of horror stories about kids getting hit by traffic, especially when, you know, when the time change and things like that happen. So it, again, it's a it's a these are all really, I mean, there's a propensity to want to scoff at the story and say how ridiculous are you being? Yes, uh, but when it that comes is what to, I'm doing. But,
0: that is actively but, what but I'm doing. It,
2: But but when it comes to the safety of of kids, especially very small children, it's a it's a pretty tough sell to tell me then, you know, that this isn't maybe it's an overly maybe it's an overly um, cautious approach. But when it comes to small children, I'd rather be overly cautious than have, you know, uh, than have kids dealing with the the lifelong yeah. implications of, of having and, damage to their but, vision for example
0: uh, okay but again so you're but we're shifting responsibility we're saying it's now the parents who yeah. are responsible to do yeah. that right yes. like, like, yes, I, like I, I am not taking the position on air this morning that solar eclipses are not dangerous and they can be dangerous for your eye health i'm saying that the rebellious child will be the rebellious child children are stupid like and they and they will do stupid things
2: Uh, Yeah, you are you are putting the burden on parents and and maybe that's a bit of a cop out. Uh, But again, there's still a role for the for for the educate for educators to actually talk about safety during the eclipse and some of the things that you talked about. You can do all of that in the lead up too. So that's fair.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So I, based on where you guys land on this, here's where I'll kind of join here's where I'll kind of join your team, but in a different way. Michelle, you talked about some of the traffic dangers that are going to be occurring during rush hour, when this possibility of this lunar eclipse. Uh, the solar eclipse is going to be happening. And all of a sudden I start asking myself the question. Should a solar eclipse create a stat holiday, a full-blown stat holiday, so we can make sure that adults aren't getting solar Uh, eclipse in the eyes as they're trying to get home from work?
1: Yeah, you know what? We've talked on this panel before about the controversies around creating stat holidays, around um, events perhaps with greater... Claims to merit than, than a solar eclipse on that one, so I'm going to say no to a stat holiday on solar eclipses, just because again adults are in better position to do to take whatever precautions mm-hmm. they have. This would be a stat holiday that happens every you know 50 years tops, <laughs> which <laughs> now, makes it extra special.
0: Makes... That makes it extra special. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you know what? I guess I just kind of suck. I, I I'm a no on stat holidays for solar eclipses. I just I just I, I don't really see it.
0: <laughs> Michelle opposes time off. I understand. I know how that works. That's typical person who works on the weekend mentality. I, uh, Joeda, uh, what what, what yeah. you know? Let I'm me offer a professional narc. I really am. <laughs> let, let me, Joita, Let me <laughs> offer a little more context to this question beyond sort of just the mm-hmm. solar eclipse. There's a lot of research that the first Monday after a time change mm-hmm. results in more car accidents, more heart attacks, yes. all kinds of bad out comes and it makes me wonder should there be a stat holiday after the time change if we're not going to get rid of daylight saving maybe there should be a stat holiday after time change but huh, if, if that there, I'm more down with <laughs> if, if
2: yeah if, I would get behind
0: that yeah yeah like if there is a health risk that, that you guys have both absolutely identified that perhaps I've been a little flippant with should there be should solar eclipses be a stat holiday
2: um, yes and no. So I'd say yes, maybe in this instance, because we've already had, I, I've sort of made, laid out my position, which is I think this is more to do with the time of day. The eclipse is taking place rather than the eclipse itself. And so, yes, as we said earlier, parents are being held responsible for something that, you know, ordinarily teachers would have monitored during the school day. If the eclipse had been during a recess, for example, they could have just kept kids from going out. Outdoors. Uh, and so how do parents actually supervise their kids if they are, in fact, at work? Um, so in that respect, if you really want to keep kids safe and you're pushing the the, the responsibility onto parents, then maybe by declaring a stat holiday, you would actually ensure that more people are at home to supervise their kids and make sure they don't do anything silly. Uh, with that Great. said... Okay. With that said, I do think it's a bit silly. It is equally preposterous to come up with a <laughs> with stat holiday every time we have a solar eclipse, because you, this is a total solar eclipse, and that's a once-in-a-century event, according to the news, or maybe once every 50 years, maybe once every half-century. But then you also get partial eclipses. And uh, you know, would this have been as much of a big deal if the solar eclipse had taken place from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m.? So I don't really see the the need for a stat holiday arising out of the fact of a solar eclipse itself i mean but we can we can declare one off stat holidays we had a stat holiday for when the queen uh, died i think that that was a day off so you know maybe the provincial government can think about declaring a stat holiday in this instance uh, and take it on a case-by-case basis.
0: A solar eclipse party, I'm telling you. We'll all hang out in my basement. There'll be no windows. We'll have a great time. (laughs) It'll be super fun. Uh, Michelle, Joita, you guys are always super fun. Michelle, have a lovely weekend. Thank
1: you. Joita, hope
0: you're you're feeling better. Have a lovely weekend yourself.
2: Yeah, feel better. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, guys.
0: That's Michelle McQuig and Joita Gupta. Michelle McQuig is the weekend news editor at the Canadian Press, and Joita Gupta is the host of The Pulse on AMI-audio. Make sure to check out uh, the newest episode this weekend where they're continuing their series on accessible fashion. Coming up after the break, I've got a couple of regional news stories for you, including the Quebec government... Considering a change in how they fundraise, I've got a clip from the premiere of Quebec that you are going to want to hear. And then Brock Richardson stops by for a sports chat. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI TV.